Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. The perfect will of God is something that's in your heart. But then he goes on, and there's so much more from this chapter. And then he goes on, we have many members in one body, and all members don't have the same office. But we being many are one body. And although we have different gifts, we deploy the gifts as God gives us the grace. This is verse 6. And he goes on to say something here, which I'd like to talk about. What he's saying here is... If you have the gift of prophecy, then prophet, verse 6, then prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Now, the thing is this, that God does give me an enormous amount in prophecy. And that's why I, so many of the things I've done have done in order to fulfill prophecy. But the thing is this, I never asked for the spirit or the gift of prophecy. I asked for the gift of faith. Because unless you have a real heavenly gift of faith, how can you prophesy accurately and know that what you say will happen? There are a thousand false prophets to every 10 that speak the truth. And I can tell you this, when God has shown me something in prophecy, not only do I know and have the faith to believe and know that it will happen, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't see other prophets like me, what God says to me, come on, if you believe it, get out and do it. And my job is to fulfill the very prophecies that I have given. So we have to recognize the diversities of gifts. But I think we need to recognize giftings. Because if you have ministry, verse 7, wait on your ministry. In other words, seek the Lord. If you teach, then you're concentrating on the exhortation. Then do it in simplicity. If you're a ruler, do it with diligence. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Verse 10, be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love, honoring. And this is the body of Christ, that you are united with that love and honor. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Have you got it? It's not only love, but there is honoring and respecting the ministry of the others. And then, of course, verse 11, be not slothful in business, but be fervent in spirit. And this is one thing which the scripture does come out very clearly. When the scripture does say, servants, obey your masters. Even if your master is not a Christian, as a servant, you should be, if you're working for him, you should be honest and you should be obedient. Because I remember that when I, I had the business, I had the travel company and I was doing the Bible smuggling, I, I of course, had to have a, a base with the buses. I, I, I had a, a business. I had a workshops and so on. And as far as possible, I tried to get Christians as drivers or as mechanics and so on. But 
I couldn't always find the right people, so occasionally I had to employ non-Christians. But you know, the sad thing was that so often I found the non-Christian served me better than the Christian. Because the non-Christian, he valued his job and he valued his pay packet. Oh, they all got paid, of course, they, they, they were paid to work. But the Christian was sometimes argumentative. And one of them actually said to me, I was leaving to go out on, on evangelism, I was leaving to go out to Bible smuggling to some of those that were staying back. And I said to one of them, you know, carry on with the jobs and look after things when I'm away. And he just looked at me and said, David, I don't obey you. I only obey God. And that is not what Scripture teaches. We have a responsibility in the world to those that we work for. But then it goes on. Yes, he goes on. There's so much here. Um, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, because in serving your earthly boss, you're honoring God and showing him by being doing extra, being a diligent servant. You're showing that that's because you're a Christian. That's your witness. That's your testimony. And then he says, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. So you've got three things here. You should rejoice because of the hope that's set in front of you. Whatever is happening, even in the prison. I can tell you the greatest moment in the prison was when I was praying one day and the glory of God came down into that prison and I experienced more of the glory and power of God in the prison than in any church. Oh, oh why? But it says this, it says... Patience in tribulation. When all the others around me in the prison had this so-called prison shake because of the nervous tension. You know, the biggest problem in those prisons wasn't just the physical torment. It was the mental torment because not one of us really believed that we would get out. Except for me, with the miracle that God was going to do. But humanly speaking, they were simply saying, you'll die in the prison. And I know that one man who was close to me is the first person I led to the Lord and he became an interpreter for me. He, after his sentence had been released and as he left the prison gate, carrying, as he said, his plastic bag with his only possessions in and went out through the gate, he was rearrested on fresh charges and brought back in. And where did they put him in my cell? And I had to deal with this man in the shock of having been released and then rearrested. But do you understand that we have patience in tribulation and continue instant in prayer. It's that prayer backup, that prayer support that keeps us going. And so it says in verse 14, bless those that persecute you. Bless and curse not. We have to be so careful. Verse 20, if your enemy hungers, feed him. If he thirsts, give him to drink. Because in doing so, you heap coals of fire on his head. The biggest rebuke to the ungodly is when you bless them. 
and let's do it. You know, this is all part of our Christian witness and service. Come on, there is a challenge here. And that's why Paul says, laying your life on the altar for God is only the beginning. He expects everyone to do that. The reward comes after. Do you understand? God bless you. Thank you for listening. Listen next time. I'll be preaching again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits. 